What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Going for the W presents the I Am series in association with Glory Bound Athletics. Today, I want to apologize. First of all, I know that we usually we try to release one of these once a week. However, we had some severe storms last Sunday, and it caused a power outage. Actually, uh, where we're located, our power went out around six, and it didn't come back on at 3:30 in the morning. So I wasn't able to do one of these podcasts, but just to let your listeners know, I am extremely sorry about that, and hopefully we can get that fixed to where that will never happen again. But with that being said, I want to thank everybody for tuning in another week, and I appreciate uh, all the listening listeners that we have. And uh, today's topic, I want to talk to you about the small things. That's right. The small things we do in life. Those little bitty minute doesn't seem like it matters. Those things that drive you absolutely bananas things. Thinking that a couple of you have probably got some of those small things in the back of your mind that you're thinking about right now that you're like, man, I know exactly what he's talking about. Because everybody has them. We all have those things that we do in life that we just seems absolutely unnecessary. Did you know that on average, a person blinks around 15 to 20 times per minute? This means that over the course of a day, you can blink approximately 28,800 times. A person who is yawning. Yawning is contagious, and even reading or thinking about yawning can trigger the urge to yawn. Excuse me. Although the exact reason for yawning is still not fully understood, it is believed to help regulate brain temperature and increase oxygen intake. Uh, That's pretty cool. I didn't know that one. Uh, Let's see. Did you know breathing on average, an adult takes approximately 12 to 20 breaths per minute at rest. This equivalates to around 17,000 to 30,000 breaths per day. Deep breathing exercises can help reduce stress and promote relaxation and improve overall well-being. Well, the small things that we do every day that we don't think nothing about, but they just seem kind of minute and you always wonder when you do think about them, why do we do them? Is there a reason why? I've had moments in life where, like even in basketball practice or, or practice you sit there and think well why do I have to do these drills when I know how to do this why do I have to run these plays when I know how to do this Um, sometimes we may even think well why do I have to be considerate to this person knowing I know the outcome what they're going to do they're always rude they're always inconsiderate and they always tease me about being overly nice why would I want to waste my time with this all things in life that you have to do that make you stop and wonder why. While doing research for the show, I came across a pretty cool story. I'm sure most of you have heard of the book, The Green Eggs and Ham. Did you know that Dr. Seuss's book, Green Eggs and Ham, is actually written off of a bet? That's right. Dr. Seuss, an American children's author and illustrator in 1960, made a bet 
with a co-founder of Random House, which is a book publishing company. He made the bet with Dr. Seuss that he couldn't write a book using only 50 different words. And Dr. Seuss accepted that bet. The story that emerged from the bet was The Green Eggs and Ham. The book tells the tale of a character named Sam I Am who persistently tries to convince the main character to try Green Eggs and Ham. The main character refuses, stating, I do not eat, I do not like green eggs and ham, I do not like them, Sam I Am. Despite the main character's initial resistance, Sam I Am continues to pursue offering different scenarios and locations in which to try the dish. Finally, after much persuasion, the main character agrees to try those stinking green eggs and ham. And to his surprise, he discovers he actually likes them. And he ends the book by saying, I do so like green eggs and ham. Thank you, thank you, Sam I am. What makes this story so fascinating is that Dr. Seuss wrote the entire book only using 50 different words, or the bet. The restriction forced him to be creative and find new ways to use the limited vocabulary. It was a challenge he initially disliked, but ultimately embraced. And it resulted into one of the most beloved and successful books. You know, I think about all these little things that we do in life that we just absolutely hate and we don't like it, but we embrace the challenge and we give it the utmost we can and try our best at it. And usually when we do, those small, minute things become something even larger. You know, a lot of times we can't see the value of the small things that we do and how they impact in a large way. You know, certain chores that you do around the house, you know, like uh, taking out the trash or mowing the yard or whatever, those type of chores seem so mundane and nobody likes to do them. But the thing about them is, if you didn't do them, then what would happen? Well, your trash would, your house would look like a landfill with an overgrown jungle. And nobody wants that. Nobody wants to work hard for a house that looks like an overgrown jungle with a trash heap in the back, right? See, those little small, minute things. You know, like, for instance, when you're in school, well, why do we have to study this certain subject? I'm never going to explore foreign lands. I'm never going to have a conversation about algebra. I'm never, never going to use this stuff. Maybe not. But what if the small, minute chance that you will look the same with the same attitude as far as it comes to reading the Bible? A lot of people say, well, why do I need to pick up the Bible and I need to read it? When, you know, I have a pastor every Sunday who tells me what it says, or I can Google it and somebody on the internet will tell you what that Bible says. The problem is, is that a lot of times that is the only way that God communicates is through the Bible. He communicates through prayer, obviously, but he also communicates through the Bible. A lot of times when we're searching for those, pro those answers to those big problems we have in life, we can find it with those little small words. So, the Bible being such a personal gift 
you know, that pastor may not have the words that God wants to express to you. That's why it's important for you to read the Bible so that you can gather what God needs to tell you through it. You know, I know a lot of times we can read a certain passage and go back to it six months later and it seems totally different or you've picked up something new from it. And that's the reason because something else needs to be expressed to you. If somebody else was doing it for you, you may not be able to receive the message that is needed to be said. God tells us to be faithful in the small little things. The way of the Lord teaches us that we can be free in knowing that even the smaller, mundane moments can matter greatly in the kingdom of God. As we are faithful with the smaller things, God may entrust us with more responsibilities and opportunities. Start learning to play sports and how we will learn the fundamentals. Same thing goes with our relationship with God. You know, uh, in the fundamentals of basketball, you were learning how to dribble. You were learning how to speed dribble. You were learning how to do all these different movements, passing the balls. Uh, within Christianity and within everyday life, we do the same thing. We start out with the fundamentals. Nobody goes straight to expert level. It's all those little small things that we learn to do, we learn to embrace, and we learn how to do them with passion that gets us to that next level. You know, the best of the best basketball players always started out learning how to dribble first. They didn't start out with a slam dunk competition. Uh, football players didn't start out in a championship football game. That's why the championships are always at the end of the season. So that way you can take at the beginning and build from it. Taking the small things in life and building them into something great. The only person I could think of this week, as far as sports goes, that did that to the best of his ability was Muggsy Bogues. I know a lot of you guys don't know who Muggsy is, but he was born... Tyrone Curtis Muggsy Bogues, born January 9th, 1965. He was an American former basketball player, the shortest player ever to play in the NBA. His height was 5'3". Bogues played point guard for four teams during his 14-season career in the NBA. Although best known for his 10 seasons with the Charlotte Hornets, he also played for the Washington Bullets, the Golden State Warriors, and the Toronto Raptors. Bogues finished in the top seven in assists and six consecutive seasons from 1989 to 1995, and in the top ten in steals in three of those seasons. He had 146 career NBA double-doubles, after his NBA career, he served as a head coach of the now Charlotte Sting, the NBA, the WNBA edition. thing about Muggsy was not only his stature and his ability to play in the NBA, but doing research on him, Muggsy came from a very rough background. And he was able to take 
the very small things that he learned on the basketball court were opportunities where he was from in Baltimore, Maryland. He took these. It says Bugsy's childhood was troubled. After five years old, he was hit by a stray bullet in his neighborhood and had to be hospitalized. As a child, he witnessed a man being beaten to death with a baseball bat, a sight that haunted him into his adulthood. When Bogues was 12 years old, his father was sentenced to 20 years in prison for armed robbery. Around the same time, his brother Chucky began using hard drugs. See, so Muggsy didn't come from a very good background. As a matter of fact, he probably came from one of the roughest you could possibly imagine. But he took the small thing of learning to play basketball. And he had big dreams with it. He took those small things and day after day he practiced and he practiced. And he did the mundane dribbling and he did the speed dribbling. And he did what he had to, to the point where he was known as one of the best around. And he got the opportunity to play in the NBA. Not only was it a feat because of where he come from, but it was a feat from his size as well. Five three, five foot three inches is not a lot. Could you imagine being five foot three and having to play against guys that are almost seven foot tall? At that, deter him from making a better life for himself. He just took the knowledge he had gained from doing all the small things he had learned on the basketball court, practicing them day in and day out, and he used them to the best of his ability. That is what the definition of doing all the small things with the most passion is. What kind of small things do you do with passion? You know, I watched a video one time that made that actually changed my life. Uh, used to, I would get up every morning and I would leave my bed in complete distraught. It looked like there was literally a wrestling match going on in the middle of the night. The bed sheets would be off. You know, there'd be pillows everywhere. And I'm sure some people listening don't make their beds either. But I watched a video of a man giving a speech. Who said, if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. You know, this is a pretty famous video now. But back then, the first time I seen it, it blew me away. It said, you know, if, if you want to, want to do something big in life, start off with the small things and build from there. Uh, even if you don't accomplish anything else that day, you've managed to accomplish the first thing on the agenda which is to make your bed and even if it gets to be a hard day and there's nothing else you've accomplished that day you always have a nice made bed to climb back into and try again tomorrow and that really hit home for me so in the morning time when I get out of bed the very first thing I do is make my bed and I know a lot of people say well, that that's crazy that really doesn't mean much but it does if you can start off your day by accomplishing one thing, then it snowballs in effect. You've already got enthusiasm and you've, you've 
accomplish this one thing and now let's move on to the next thing. And once you accomplish that, you're like, hey, I'm on a roll. Let's move on to the next thing. You know, you start out with the small things and the next thing you know, you've accomplished something big in that day. And to me, that means a lot. So I'm going to challenge you this week with doing a small thing. This week, I want to challenge you into taking your Bible and reading at least a passage every day. You can start out with something big, you know, like a, a whole story, maybe a story of Moses or Noah or whatever, or you can just random passages. And I want you to do that every day this week. Take your Bible and read one passage and see if God doesn't try to speak to you through that. Uh, and pay attention to what you read and take it through with you throughout the day and see if somewhere down the line your eyes doesn't open and go, hey, I remember reading about that in the Bible this week. I remember seeing that. I remember a certain situation that I'm in right now. The Bible gave me this advice. And I guarantee you, if you continue that, it'll make your relationship with God stronger. It'll make your day better. And you'll be able to, and to open up your eyes to other things around you that you've never really paid attention to before. That maybe the ways that God is trying to speak to you that you haven't been listening. And tapestry of life. It's often the small things that carry immense significance. They pose the power to shape our days, nature of our relationships, and create a ripple effect of positivity. So let us not overlook the beauty and impact of these seemingly modest gestures. A kind word to a stranger, a warm smile, to brighten up someone's day, a gentle act of compassion can transform lives in many ways Never full, that we will never fully comprehend. Small acts of love and kindness have the ability to touch hearts, mend broken spirits, and ignite hope with those who need it most. Remember, it's not the magnitude of your actions that truly matters, but the intentions behind them. Each small deed we undertake has the potential to spark a positive change, inspiring others to follow suit. It is through collective efforts that we can create a world brimming with compassion, empathy, and understanding. Moreover, the small things in life harbor profound lessons and opportunities for personal growth. They remind us to appreciate the moments, to find joy in simplicity, and to, and to cherish the connections we share with others by embracing the moments. We cultivate a sense of gratitude that enriches our lives and nourishes our souls. So let us celebrate the small power, the power of small things. Let us fill our days with acts of kindness, gratitude, and love. Through these seemingly insignificant gestures, we can make a profound difference in our own lives and the lives of those around us. Remember, greatness lies not only in the grand achievements, but also in the beauty of the small things we do each day. I want you to go forth. I want you to give thanks to the good Lord for every opportunity. 
I want you to take one small thing in life, one thing that you absolutely hate, and put complete and utter passion into it. See if it doesn't change your outlook in life. You to open up your Bible each day to read passages, to read those messages that God is trying to confide to you. And above all else, I want you to repeat throughout the week that I am glory bound and I am about those small things. All that being said, I want to close us out in prayer. And with that, I want to say, dear Lord, in the battles that we go through in life, we ask for a chance that is fair, a chance to equal our stride, a chance to do or dare. If we should win, let it be by the code with faith and honor held high. And if we should lose, we'll stand by the road and cheer as the winners go by. Day by day, we get better and better until we can't be beat, until we won't be beat. That's it for me this week, guys. I appreciate everyone who listens. We love you. And you guys have a great week.